Oregon Relay. No. <laughs> it's no intro at all. It's like fucking Alex Jones does the show. You think I'm a coward? I'll fuck you up, bitch. <laughs> I mean, we could just roll into the Oregon Relays if you want. No, no, if you want to get it up your tail, you know, like we'll we, let it build. Let let me. I'll. You know when I go, by, right? You'll know what happens. <laughs> just, it sounds just let it go. What's up guys, welcome to episode 31 of the Coffee Club Bod. We got the whole the whole crew today. Look who showed up to join us. What's up, Carlos? Not much. When uh what was the episode that Carlos was on? Was it episode three probably? I think it was like the second one. It was early yeah. days. Yeah, yeah. It was early days. yeah they they keep telling me, you know, everybody wants you back, so I think here I am. What episode are we on now? 31. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah, make the fans happy. I was also thinking, because this comes after the Boston Marathon, it's kind of weird because we covered the Boston Marathon in probably episode three or four as well. We've covered the Boston Marathon twice now. We really did, because Harv came on episode probably the first four or five. Yeah. Covered the full Boston Marathon. We're back for spring edition. And I remember that we did a terrible job at covering it back then. I think this time we're a little better informed, so I think hopefully we can do it better this time. But we'll see, I guess. But before we get into that, we got a bunch of bean shout-outs today. Obviously, we shout-out Owen Beans, coffeeclubpod.com, Whitebridge Coffee. Check them out. But even probably more exciting than that for us is we got some cool little items sent to us this week. And George, you wanna you wanna give the people um, an idea of what we're working with? What we're working with? Um, our good our good friend Brett sent out some some custom roasts. Um, so like they're literally uh, he's named the roast with a description. We got one each. Sort of. Or we just got three total. And the brand is, what is it? Trails and Tarmac? Trails and Tarmac. <clears throat> we we're not sure if it's a real, if it's just his thing or if it's an actual coffee yeah. brand where you can buy them. But yeah, he said I'm us, drinking one of them right now. Yeah, which one are you drinking? I think I'm drinking the heavy hitter yeah. roast. So what he did is he wrote really funny, like cool descriptions and gave names to different roasts. Very specific for us. So it made us very happy. The first one that I have is the heavy hitter roast. And the description is 60 by 400 on a grass field all alone, going to the well to find another well. Heavy hitters are made, not born. I love Damn. that. Damn. That, think- <laughs> that last yeah, line That last line was, was good. Sick. That might be a reference to that running book that we that I talked about one time. In, there's a running book, uh, The Trials of Miles one. Once a runner. I think 60 by 400 is the workout that he does in that book. So I think you're right, actually. It's pretty It's pretty epic. but I think that that's like a real workout. I'm pretty sure that rings bells <laughs> with like Michigan pre- Kevin Sully, whatever. You think they did 60 um, 400? The Harvard coach. I think they would do like, at least, they would do like 40, I think. That's Wait, what is that, 15 miles? 60 by 400, well, 25 is 10K, 6 miles. And 12 miles, is it? No, no, 50 by 400 would be... Yeah, it's 15 20. miles, that's yeah. 15. Because yeah. like 5... 100%. Yeah. That's far. Per 20, yeah. That's crazy. You're right. I can't do math. Carlos outmathed. <laughs> I mean, that, that's it for us. One of us went to, you know. I might have just made that up. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. That's the closest I've heard to anyone getting to that. That is epic, though. But, Ollie, you want to read out your bag? Sure thing. Chicken wing. Um, my roast outclassed. <laughs> Description. <The> roast. <laughs> Description. Tasting notes of controversy and rivalry. <laughs> this roast talks the talk and walks the walk. Not afraid to say it's the best and then deliver. Pretty cool. Pretty oh, yeah. actually. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't tried this yet, but this will definitely be going in my morning coffee tomorrow. So uh, I'm excited for it. That's perfect. 
I got the uh, hashtag good for the sport roast description. The newcomer that is not swish or stripes, proving that every time they line up, they're not to be fucked with. And that is hashtag good for the sport. Dude, that's epic. Man, we, yeah. we appreciate this a thanks, lot. Thanks, Brett. Yeah, thanks, that's probably That's probably one of our favorite uh, res- mail items yeah, for, the, for the pod. Well, this was a big week because as well as Brett giving us stuff, we got to give another shout out to Catherine, who George got to meet in, in person in Boston. She gave us like the coolest hat ever. Ollie's wearing it right now. It'll be, it was on our Instagram story last week. I think we'll probably include it in a post, but it's like embroidered coffee club and Gus. Well, it's not Gus, but it's a bulldog's face and it's just so sweet. So we want to copy it. And, and it's got and, Gus's name on the back. Yeah. So, and she also gave us coffee. So thank you very much for those gifts. Uh, it was a good week. Yeah. Coffee Club Pod did well. What are you drinking over there, Carlos? Uh, I'm drinking All Reliable Dr. Pepper. Uh, <laughs> Twenty Blend of 23 yeah, flavors. <laughs> yeah, you know, just we're repping the valley. Yeah, Sons and four. Yeah. Um, Chris Paul right here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah, go Sons, I guess. <laughs> is Dr. Pepper a secret recipe or is it public? Yeah, is it like the 11 herbs and spices in kfc chicken i feel like it's gotta be is it 23 like secret flavors? do they actually just blend 23 different flavors and then it's like oh that's dr pepper i guess you, you tell i've never drank one in my whole life so <laughs> i i think it's something similar to that for yeah, sure like yeah. secret yeah but i don't know if it's secret anymore that's true but whatever it is it's damn tasty i mean it tastes <laughs> like cherry coke probably has enough caffeine in it for like six coffees so boys gonna be ready to go but yeah, we mentioned it already. What happened that was really big in the running world, obviously, was the Boston Marathon. Marathon on Monday. George raced on Saturday in the 5K, and there was also the mile that day. I think we'll obviously start off by doing a little like race trip recap for George. Let's uh, do it. Yeah, <clears throat> let's get into it. The Last week, we talked about it a bit, and we knew it was going to be a, a pretty solid field, and I think George was really excited to go race his first road race. The BA 5K, a really cool one. Uh, I, he did point out how early in the morning it was and it was yeah. like 6am or whatever for, for mountain time, what he was used to, but yeah, how was the trip, man? It was pretty sweet. It was definitely very efficient. Left late on Thursday, got in at midnight, <clears throat> ate some Wendy's as I sent to the boys. No one believed me, but <laughs> still, don't, still don't believe it. Still don't believe it. It wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> um, had some midnight Wendy's and then, um, I got the opportunity to to see some of the on corporate kind of team. The big dogs. The big dogs um, from Zurich, like Olivier uh, Bernard, who's the founder of On, was in Boston for the weekend. Flavio, just some old European guys who are like run the show. They're pretty epic, pretty and cool. so got to have lunch and dinner with them on Friday, and jog with one of the guys from Zurich. So that was pretty sweet to. To kind of be a part of and and see what they get up to on Boston Marathon weekend with kind of all the I don't know but I think brand, like all the marathon weekends I think are big weekends for like all the brands they kind of all make a big push for like they have meetings and I don't, I don't know what the hell they do but <laughs> I think they party a lot as well <laughs> yeah they I think it's, do. it's a big party and it's also a big work trip because yeah it is that's the pinnacle of our sport and all, everything comes together on those weekends and there's a lot of money involved yeah. a lot of excitement so it is pretty cool one of the things which was pointed out straight away was the shoes that you were wearing yeah so should we give a little demo yeah I, I brought one over yeah if you're watching in, like to the table if you're watching you you can uh George is holding up the new shoe now and we weren't sure how much we were able to talk about it because technically 
It's not. It's is not it, out, but is if you, yeah. Um, oh, we or is it just pre-production? We, we gotta watch what we say here. It's it, it's uh, uh, it's on the World <laughs> Athletics. Um, Good list. List. Of, yeah. Of, of, okay. Of, yeah. On the okay to list. And it's also all over the internet, so this isn't really any different. No. Um, but yeah, this is what we're working with. Um, I put it on the day before. Yeah. For the first time and did a couple of strides. And I worked out on it yesterday again. It's pretty freaking sweet. It's pretty sweet. I think the week before you racing it, a swiss marathon around 206 and yeah correct so once you see someone running 206 yeah. in the shoe and helen o'berry's been running like 64 in it yeah so um, it's a pretty good shoe i think it it's going for sale at some point this summer so if you need a new uh road shoe and you don't want one of the big ones <laughs> get amongst it Nah, it's, it's it freaking sweet. Really, it it's really also cool. just a really good looking shoe. It's like super light too. Oh, like, it's like yeah, crazy it's insane. Light. Yeah. I cannot wait because we don't have them in all sizes yet for working out, but I cannot wait for us to have them and just start, start ripping workouts and then that's going to be really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, the shoe, obviously awesome to get to race in that, but yeah, the race itself, it sucked because I don't know if there was a stream for the 5K. I think there was like nothing. Yeah. It was crazy. So I, it was yeah, I mean... Ritz was like up for it and I mean I don't know if you guys got up or not but like they, it was very hard to follow for anyone I think even looking up results for a road race I don't know how you do that but wait what time was it at? early I got up at 5 Boston time which was 3am Boulder time <laughs> it was pretty whack I like I was like nah I should probably like eat something but I was like not hungry at all and chugged two cans of cold brew <laughs> and nice. ate some oats and then Went for a walk outside. I was like, probably shouldn't shake out. I don't know if you shake out before a race that's already at 6 a.m., but I didn't. I didn't see anyone else either. But yeah, I mean, people were always saying like road races were going to be the vibes, just way more relaxed and kind of laid back. <laughs> it definitely was. Uh, we got to the, it was supposed to be like a bus to the start line for like an 8 a.m. race, and the bus was leaving at 6.45. So he runs on the bus at 6.45. So we're thinking, we probably take the bus down there, like a few minute drive, and then start warming up pretty quickly. Was the was the start line? How close was that to the hotel? Like a, a half, no, a mile probably. Oh, so super close. Yeah, super close. But everyone was getting the bus because it was early, and yeah, yeah, as well yeah, take your bag and everything down there. And then we sat on the bus for like twenty five minutes. So we just didn't leave the hotel until there was already only forty five minutes left. We get down to the start line, have to check in. There's like thirty minutes before the race, so it was. <coughs> taking laid back to to another level it's that, that's crazy were people not freaking out on the bus people were kind of like yo what are we waiting for i, I didn't like even i didn't even have time to do a three mile warm-up i did i think i managed <clears throat> almost two miles and they had to go to the start line <laughs> at least you're with most of your competitors so it's like if, if mostly everyone was in the same boat yeah we're, we're gonna be yeah so that was together. pretty funny yeah and then yeah definitely a different vibe like a little bit harder to get excited for i don't know maybe you get used to it but kind of just getting ready for a race, like on standing in the middle of the road. And there's like 10,000 regular non-pro people lined up behind us. So that was kind of cool. That's exciting. And a bunch of them were shouting out at Coffee Club and stuff at me. Really, was, actually? Yeah, a couple of them. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. pretty fun. Um, and then, and I don't even know how you, there's not enough space on the line for like everyone. <laughs> it seemed like I ended up on the front line, but I don't really know how. 
I didn't know if like I deserved to be there. There's people like three rows back. Wait, isn't that like a whole road though? Like, well, there's too many. It, it was kind of narrow, and the really? field was like 25 or 30 people. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's that's that is an interesting thing because that even happens at Fifth App. But I know at Fifth App they they actively place people. Yeah, they place a few people based on how good they are, like for the camera, the intros and all that. And then they just say like, everyone else just line up how you want. Yeah. So it is interesting how- I wasn't sure if I felt good about being in the front or not. Yeah, I think I think deserve like, it. Yeah, I just went and stood next to like chairs and CBT. I was like, ah, these guys, I feel the like they're gonna, be, they're gonna be good. Yeah. And then I, I had this weird feeling. It actually, it was supposed to be windy, but then kind of, and when I got up at 5.30, it was pretty windy outside. And I was like, man, it's gonna be kind of a bummer. And then we got down the start line and it was sunny and it, it was actually like beautiful spring morning in Boston. And I was, the, the wind seemed like it completely died away. I was thinking, man, someone's freaking about to go for the record because it's so nice. Mm -hmm. And then, but as soon as we made like a couple of turns and kind of started on the way out, we were just straight into a headwind. So yeah. rode off the record, I think. Um, but then, I mean, and the race kind of played out a little bit how you'd expect kind of everyone was in a pack and then a big move was made kind of with a mile just a mile in um by zuhair telby which maybe isn't surprising he's like big strength guy runs 10ks loves just grinding at the front um made a like big move up the hill into a headwind and only like three people went with him so and i kind of got left behind i probably should have it's weird in a road race. I was way over on the left, like in the pack. And then from the other side of the road on the right up into a headwind, like Zuhair just takes off. He's got like a 20 meter lead before anyone sees him. Yeah, that's so different. I was like, damn, like into a headwind? Is this a good idea? I don't know what's gonna happen if I tried to like, and then I didn't, obviously. <laughs> no, I didn't. I thought about it and I was like, no, nah, it's not for me. <laughs> there was not enough people were going. I was, and, and Chiz wasn't going. <laughs> And I was like, maybe Chiz is like gonna just make some moves later. Yeah, he makes sense um, to key off. A little bit, although he'd just run a half marathon, so I think his legs were just toast. Yeah. He's run a lot of road races though, so it's like yeah. I, with I was definitely keen off him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Might have been a mistake. <laughs> Has he run like three forty nine on the road or something like that? Or was that he's run he's run a lot on the of, track. On the track, yeah. He's run really impressive road races. He's done really well in some of the off distance ones, like I think the Manchester one. He he's What's the Manchester uh -huh. one? I think that's a Thanksgiving one. It's the Thanksgiving one. one. Oh. It's just some random dis distance, but it's pretty tough, and he's, like, crushed it. Mm. But, but yeah, so the move goes a mile in. So that's relatively early, and then you're just yeah. still on the pack. Well, yeah, and then the pack just kind of – we ended up following pretty much the exact same distance. Once the move was made, we didn't really gain or lose any distance for the next at least mile, kind of back onto Boylston Street, which is downhill, and somehow still into a headwind the opposite direction like, i was getting One excited of those races i was oh. like all right if i get to boylston it's gonna be headwind not, oh like tailwind the whole way back because it was headwind on the way out get to boylston immediate headwind swear to god you probably felt that home that's how boulder is i swear like so yeah the every wind every just goes you know. yeah in every direction yeah at that point i just found the biggest dude in the field but and just ran behind mason phil like for as uh, long as possible he's pretty skinny though <laughs> oh, yeah big? well <laughs> tall yeah. he's very tall oh, okay he's yeah. very long but he's he's a he's a solid wind blower. I should have done the the Jakob. Yeah, the hunch. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good to see. But obviously Mason is an amazing talent as well. So he's a great person yeah. to key off as well. And he was he was kind of pushing down the hill, so that was nice. And we actually ended up catching some of that group. I honestly thought I was racing 
for like fourth place at that point. I thought they were just like gapping the field. It's like, all right, maybe that's just like mm-hmm. they're crushing it today. And then with like 800, 600 to go, they kind of started coming back to us. And it, it was, I don't know, they must have been, a few of them must have been hurting. And then um, CPT was feeling the best out of them. And yeah, he looked like he had a strong finish. Yeah. And then the other one with the strong finish was our very own textbook, George. <laughs> it was almost. I mean, there was still some textbook, it was a, George. It was a very but... strong finish. You were just quite far back, probably. Yeah, all, all the on people were at, like, the turn. And they just assumed that I came, like, seventh or eighth. And then had to tell them later yeah. that I got second. Had to, br- had to break the news. <laughs> yeah. that I actually came second. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I, needed, I needed 20, 30 meters more road. Yeah. Wait, so who, who rounded the top five? So it was... CP... You. Me, Zuhair, and then Willie Fink was fourth, and Mason, maybe? Yeah. Was Mason, Mason fifth? He might have been. I can't remember exactly, but I remember... Yeah, Didn't he so, run both, right? And then he came back around the mile. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty boring. Fifth and that, too, I think. Or maybe he was sixth and fifth. I don't know. Impressive, dude, nonetheless. What a guy. Yeah, yeah, what a guy. But it was funny for us because we got up in the morning and... Yeah, sometimes it's like really hard to find results for races that you feel like should be very obvious. But there was a video posted from probably 50 meters or 100 meters to go. And it just showed you just kicking. It showed CPT had a pretty big lead. Yeah. He had the the dub like locked up, but then you were just kicking behind, like kicking past the pack that was behind. It was pretty cool to see. Definitely it was harder to get the timing right. Because once you make the turn off Boylston, you only have it's like less than 200 meters i think to the line mm. and it's hard to start kicking before you make a 90 degree turn so i kind of only went after i made the turn and that was probably slightly too late yeah as it turned out hey it's a good but overall all good. good experience huh i feel like yeah i can see how people have run like how ben true's run 13 20 on that course like on a good day if you really get after it and he was probably in and when he was running 30 nose it's, Wait, it's fast course. Isn't it kind of hilly though? Like that course? Not like, there's not, it's not steep hills. It's, it's like slightly Bro, uphill on the way out. Hills are hills. Like, and then <laughs> knit down on the way back. <laughs> but none uh, of the, are any of the big Boston Marathon hills in the 5k course? No. No. Okay. So no, there's no heartbreak hill in the no. 5k course. <laughs> pretty cool. That'd be cool if they put in the mile. They just, they just yeah. stuck in there for the races. <laughs> but yeah, so that was... Who, who won the mile? We should probably give them a shout out as Johnny. well. Johnny. Local. Oh, yeah. That was very cool to see. Local law student, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Shout out. And then Big fan. the other thing which we mentioned last time was your bet with Ellie. Oh, yeah. That was that was the main dub. That was the most important thing. Yeah. Um, Ellie. What's she going to come in? Fourth, I think. Yeah. And then I, I came second. She was feeling pretty confident too when she came up to me after the race. Really? <laughs> she was pretty sure I didn't get higher than fourth. Had to break, had to break the bad news to her. Yeah, for anyone who didn't listen, what was what was the bet that you guys had? Uh, whoever finished higher, or I guess whoever finished lower, had to pay the other person ten dollars. <laughs> George just got ten dollars richer. Nice. She didn't actually. I don't think she paid me. Oh no. I think I might have charged interest on that. Yeah, <laughs> we had to chase her up, but yeah. So yeah. that was that was cool. And then unfortunately, you didn't get to stay because, as you said, business trip. Come yeah. Back, come back here and train, but Monday. Boston Marathon, that was amazing. And we actually got to watch it. Ollie didn't because he had to go to training early in the morning, but George and I were training later in the day, so we got to watch it. 
pretty damn cool. Really damn cool, I thought. <clears throat> yeah, I, I haven't sat down and watched that many marathons start to finish, but I feel like I watched 90% of that one. Yeah, and we, we got to claim our very own Coffee Club TC, Scott Farble, top American. Was he seventh? Six? Seventh overall. Seventh yeah. overall, 208, 52, I want to say. Something mm-hmm. in that you know, in the Yeah, exactly. And just a legend <clears throat> yeah just someone who like we didn't talk about this on the podcast we didn't ask him about struggles really but if you look at his marathon career he popped off i believe it was either start end of 2018 start of 2019 it might have been and then he didn't do as well at the trials and i guess he hasn't really had an opportunity to crush it since then so to see him back on top like as a guy that we're like we we're definitely rooting for that was pretty cool to see yeah, the 209 he ran in Boston, and yeah, maybe that was 19. I feel like he, I'm sure he felt like that was kind of the start of kind of where he wanted to go. And then they ended up, you know, he, it, he didn't have as good a performance for the next couple of years, which was a bummer. And I mean, like he posted like his thing was, I'm back. I yeah. don't know if he really ever left, but yeah that's pretty sweet hey, it's gonna feel pretty cool to post that maybe, maybe when yeah. i race again that's what i'll post <laughs> that'll be that'll be my big post unpack baby that'd oh I also i gotta give him a shout out he knows how to celebrate post uh race man said something he tweeted something along the lines of like now i need like a beer and some mexican food so i was like yeah so yeah. he was even yeah. before the race he was tweeting at cores <laughs> yeah. because that's a big uh team boss thing i don't know if it's just a big him thing probably him as well being yeah. from golden yeah local that's so pretty sick what was wearing a cause banquet hat i think in the press conference i i think they did like the actual page like retweeted us they, yeah. they, they did give him a shout out which they was, did. That was, that was pretty sick so yeah he was uh he's he's having a good time as you should after a great performance and there was a lot of other good performances i don't know how how in, I'm trying to I'm trying to make our marathon coverage not suck. <laughs> yeah, because we just I just I mean like, just key moments. Yeah. What's a key moment only for you? Uh, personally, Edna Kiplagat. Yeah. But I mean, we went from the men to women, so I didn't. That's want fine. That. That's, That's fine. Good. Um, forty-two she, years old. Yeah. Mother. Boulder local. Boulder local. Boulder did well in and Boston. Yeah. They did, didn't they? Yeah. Was and she like, she, she got fourth. fourth. Like, she was third with only like 600 to go, I think. And uh, then just got caught. She's she's a baller, but, man. She is so sick. Like, yeah. fuck. 42, man. Like, so, I don't yeah. know many people that have been able to do as well as that, like, duration-wise in their career. It's so that crazy. was a pretty cool thing to see. Because we see her at Nylot sometimes, you know, working out. And she's pretty, like, she's a pretty chill, low-key person. Like, you wouldn't even mm-hmm. know like who she is really unless you like were in yeah. like fully in, into the sport so she definitely just goes about her business yeah she just doesn't give a fuck you see her on the road that. sometimes as well i feel like and yeah. she she has a training partner and they just crush together yeah. mm-hmm. so that is awesome see that is a really good key moment mm. uh the top american woman was also from boulder yeah is her name now rojas. rojas for the second boston in a row yeah she was top american in whenever that was october yeah september yeah wow so, that's baller boulder versus everyone apparently yeah <clears throat> so true uh, uh also uh rory said that they claim fobel to be from flagstaff <laughs> no he's he's we he's one of us he, yeah he's I mean, a boulder guy now he's you know? literally from golden like yeah that's pretty local man and he's been here for his i think he went back to flag just for a little bit when why did he go back was it was it when the snowed here i think it snowed here 
But apart from that, because it's kind of crazy to think that he did his marathon build-up just through a bowl of winter. That's insane. That's <laughs> actually yeah. insane. And a bowl of winter isn't that bad, but it snows a bunch, and it is bad weather. It's definitely not the easiest way to do it. Yeah, and and so I think he did go back to Flagstaff maybe once or twice. Also, his fiance slash wife lives there as mm. well. So, yeah, but I think... He went back there when it was bad weather a couple of times. But, yeah, the rest of it, he was just out here grinding. And also, I mean, obviously, I have a soft spot for Team Boss. It's pretty cool the way they operate with the marathon. Is like It's very that type of romantic marathon of where you're just out on the roads and just grinding. I think Joe often joins them on the bike, but it's not like he has training partners apart from that. So he's just out there mm-hmm. just getting it done. So that's pretty cool to see. You should shout it out as well, Reed Fisher. What another Boulder boy? Oh, another Boulder one. Yeah. Two ten. It's huge. A four minute PR about. Was it four minutes? I think he ran something like two fourteen in Chicago. Damn. And then two ten in Boston. That's legit, man. Wait, yeah. isn't isn't Boston just that much harder too? Like I, I thought it can be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely yeah, slower I've, I've than heard, Chicago. Yeah. yeah, I've heard Boston's like pretty. It's tough. way hillier. Yeah. It also depends on the wind a lot. I'm gonna. It, I was trying to see what the wind was. I think it wasn't terrible. I think it can be really bad sometimes, and sometimes it can be really good. Mm-hmm. It seemed like this was more that in between. Yeah. So because people have run stupid fast in Boston before, mm. yeah. when the wind is behind you, imagine how nice that I would mean, be. Ryan Hall is the fastest American marathon ever. It's not not recordology. I think it's like two hundred four fifty six. Wait, where in Boston? Boston? No way. Just had like a forty mile an hour oh, tailwind. The whole it, it way. doesn't count because it's point to point. Yeah, there's you know the rules. It has to be the finish line has to be pretty much like next to the start line for it to. I think count. It's a mile. Yeah, I think it is a mile. Yeah. So, but that, that would be but so it's fun still cool. to to just have a tailwind for a whole marathon. Now he's jacked. So. <laughs> <laughs> now he's just jacked. He's just yoked. Yoked. <laughs> he's just yoked. Love to see it. Love to see it. Anything else from the Boston Marathon day that we want to talk about? Now that we're in the midst of it, it's hard to think about what happened. This is where we should probably write notes down. But CJ Albertson, yeah, he was out there doing his thing. Yeah, yeah. he man, really was just throwing in the surges. We were like, because I remember I was watching. I was like, man, man's when's he gonna go? You know, like because he tried yeah. to go, and I don't know if like he like slowed down and everybody caught up to him, or like everybody else just cut, covered that move, and it was kind of hard to tell, you know, because like he would like speed up, and then suddenly like the pack would like reel him in, and it was kind of like it was this yo-yoing. Mm-hmm. for like the whole race i feel like yeah in a in a general sense both races were extremely exciting to watch because the men's race was a massive pack for i don't know exactly when the big move is but it oh felt yeah like well, i guess miles. that's another key moment i think the top of heartbreak hill 20 ish miles maybe 21 miles and then you come down off it and the guy split i think 426 yeah oh yeah mile wait, wait. Mi- mile 21 like oh. off the top of heartbreak hill i think yeah which is insane <laughs> It is crazy, and he just, they had a really cool camera angle at the time, they had the camera next to the field when he was doing it, and everyone was just sprinting all yeah. out, trying to stay with him, and he just absolutely broke the field open, it was, I don't know if you guys saw this, maybe you did, Ollie, but on Twitter, actually, you could have seen this as well, Carlos, Twitter, I think Sports Center. yeah, I was about to <laughs> did say, did you see that, yeah, they tweeted him, and it was, it, it was a graphic of him, it was like 426 mile, 22, mile 22 of a marathon, yeah. and the comments on it were so were, funny. Yeah, they were intense, like, I couldn't even run that for, uh, like, what is it, like a mile and a half or something? Yeah. Like, no, was, no, like half a mile, yeah. There was like was a like, bunch of comments that were like supporting him, like, 
being like, yeah, no, you guys couldn't do this. I like, give him credit. And then a bunch of comments was just like, not a sport. <laughs> someone asked, someone asked, what sport is this? Yeah. <laughs> and someone replied, uh, maybe the oldest sport in the world. Yeah, like, it was actually pretty funny. <laughs> what sport is this? <laughs> but there were some people actually that were like, damn, that's actually insane. Yeah. So like, which I was, guess is that's yeah. kind of how you have to package it to. The regular fans is make it in a language that they can understand, and the, everyone's run a mile before. So I saw it. I did see it. a comment that was like, "How do you bet on this?" Yeah. So, like for example, yeah. you know how like in a Super Bowl game you can bet on like the Gatorade. Yeah. What color Gatorade is going to be thrown on the winning coach? If they did betting in marathon running, for like, like what, 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 what will mile yeah. twenty two split? You could like yeah, you could like bet on splits. Yeah. You could bet on like the hills. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, my, when the move, yeah. yeah. Who's going to make the yeah. move? Like the first move, like that sort of stuff. It'd be good betting odds. So I'd be, I'd be wedging down. down. Is there no betting currently on? I guess probably not. I, I haven't checked. I don't checked. think so. No. I, I just saw the comment it. and it gave me an idea of like, well, that could make the marathon more interesting. Because if I'm like, pay attention more. Yeah, because if I'm one of the top marathon guys, like, I bet on myself and then I just like mess with the pace. <laughs> 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 I, just, I gotta hit the under. You know, <laughs> sweet to do. Yeah. The, the commentary definitely has to be really good to give people that don't yeah. know quite as much enough context to know that that is crazy yeah and i think they did a pretty good job they, they did they i think did. yeah one of the comments they said was like someone commented on the thing like the sports center tweet that was like oh just to put into perspective one of like my local high school state champion won the mile in like 425 or something like that yeah. so that just shows like this dude ran that 22 miles into a marathon like that's insane they yeah. do a good job yeah. too like i know abc sport for australia a lot of running stuff they try and make it more general public by putting the average speed in kilometers because i feel like if yeah. if you change yeah. the perception of that like you know something per per mile or per hour or whatever like people look at that and they know what that kind of looks like because when you drive a car you know how quick a car goes well, so you can kind of measure that on a yeah. regular person's brain where it's like a 429 mile they're trying to figure it out. Well, actually, no, I feel like, I, at least to like, I feel like the average American kind of has an idea of how fast a 429 mile is because everybody at <laughs> one point had to run the mile in PE. Yeah, the average American, yeah, not, well, not, I, the, I, yeah. not the average Australian. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, that's why I said American, you know, like American yeah. coverage, like the pace is actually makes sense for that's the true. mile because like everybody, mm. I mean, whether you walked sprinted or whatever you did like i feel like every american at one point had to run a mile yeah. or walk That's a mile a point. that is the so power like, of the mile here in america yeah. because it doesn't translate back to australia because if you put kilometer times if you put the kilometer split that would mean nothing yeah, i mean it still means nothing <laughs> so yeah. but then to the american yeah. it doesn't mean you're yeah. you're kind of trying to figure it out yeah and, so you are right though the, yeah. the mile time is is like the best way because people obviously love talking about the mile as well down a 40 yard dash yeah. <laughs> like i remember when i got i was in a plane the guy asked oh, like what sport do you do i was like oh track and field he's like what's your 40 yard <laughs> i said what is that yeah you what, should have just said I don't know. I don't know. Sure a lot of yeah. But that's the thing. Like they probably like I imagine the tonnage of Americans that don't aren't really into the sport would probably be looking at Usain Bolt going, "Yeah, but what's his forty yard?" It's probably that is pretty interesting. It's I probably what his forty yard is. Well, it's probably he's got a shit start. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Start, yeah, like, like not as quick. Off it relative. probably wouldn't be as fast as like maybe some other sprinters, mainly because his acceleration is just yeah. insane. You know, like I mean, Marcel, so about, yeah, Marcel could Jacobs, be wrong. You know, I, I have no idea. Marcel Jacobs and Christian Coleman, 40-yard dash. That'd be sick to see. Well, didn't Coleman run like a 4... He did do one at one Something, oh, really? 4 one, nine, I don't know. <laughs> that was like disgusting. It was speedy. Yeah. It was speedy. How do they cover marathons in Australia? Is, is there... Do people get behind the Gold Coast Marathon or anything? Because when I was talking to my dad at home last week about 
Boston Marathon? He's like, why are you even interested in that? Like, the marathon? <laughs> no one in, no one's interested in the marathon in New Zealand, yeah, which not, is a bummer. That's no, because you can't run a marathon in Australia. New Zealand. You hit water. <laughs> You're just doing like 20 laps of that. You'd be doing 20 laps of the island. It's like, oh, why are they still running? No, honestly, like the Gold Coast Marathon is a big deal, but it's not as a big deal as like sea to surf. It's not a big deal in terms of spectator sports. They're not, I doubt it's on NBC. No. Like our equivalent. It wouldn't be on seven. or Maybe now. Yeah. Like they're trying to push for it more, but the thing is like, it's it's suffering the same problem as the American audience trying like trying to get people more involved, make it more popular, give it more life into the sport because it is such an old historic event yeah um i think in australia they are trying to push that but i don't know the commentary because i've actually never watched a gold coast marathon i've watched boston i've watched new york i've watched chicago that's because i'm in america wait you know how many kilometers is it exactly it's 42 point something so do you see like moms and like joggers in australia with like this 42 sticker on the back of their car instead of well no you probably you probably probably do really i've seen snapchat well not snapchat it's like Instagram stories of like people saying forty two point two. I think that is a sticker. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's pretty sick, actually. It's a cool number. It'd be yeah. the same as the mile equivalent. I imagine it's like a significant number for people. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so yeah, I think the short answer is no one really cares. Right? No one cares. But <laughs> I couldn't tell you what the last marathon the, yeah. was run in New Zealand. The running scene is just a lot bigger here in general, you know. I mean, the whole city of Boston yeah. was freaking. Well, heated. this this gets in, this gets into I mean, a much yeah. deeper debate of. I mean, what what number was it? It was like one twenty fifth. It was or more one twenty six. and the, I think it's the fiftieth anniversary for the women, and it's on in Boston. Such good you know, it's Patriots Day, I believe. Yeah, it's it's just historic. It's just they don't even they love the marathon because it's just been like a center point of their big celebration day for that many years. You There's know, a lot of the stories that come out of there too. I mean, I saw a couple of stories about um, people, more survivors or family members from Boston bombing and like them finishing the race and the emotion afterwards. It's like to see a couple of us. It, yeah. It's, it's great history. And it's also cool to see, um, people take the challenge of the marathon. Cause it is a challenge. Yeah. Um, I've never run a marathon in my life and there's all these people going out there and doing it. And, uh, it's kind of inspiring. So yeah, it's no, a good, the city, good, good feel to the it. city really, really, really gets around it. Yeah. It's awesome. a lot of reasons. And we should say also, we talked about how cool of a race the men's was the women's was, Maybe even more cool because the finish, they had yeah, yeah, the finish. Finish. <laughs> that was insane. They were literally, yeah. It was literally a kickdown. Yeah, it was so cool. Just these two women just going at it, and they were there. There was a breakaway a lot earlier in the women's race, and so it was a pack of three for most of it. And then <laughs> they were just two, running side by side. Yeah, they were just go, like they were going at it. Yeah, and yeah, big kickdown in, which is always fun to see. So that was that was exciting to watch as well. Imagine having to kick at the end of. 26 miles are you'd hold you just like have a lead but then you're like i do but i still have to right. kick <laughs> speaking of uh boston what do we think of the new uniforms one new uniform which one the nike the adidas oh, the, yeah, uh, yeah. like the solid i'm you know, confused on the they what, look like what practice Nike, i'm confusing kits. what nike's going for there because there isn't everyone's wearing a different color yeah it's yeah like, that's well, what it's just it's just a pattern but it's not even really a pattern because it's just the it looks like just like the fabric. It's like horizontal stripes or whatever. <laughs> Did you see what Grant Holloway said about them? What did he say? I don't have Twitter, but someone had like taken a screenshot of it. it was like, it was at Ray and Benjamin and Michael Norman, I think. And he like, he's like messing with them because I'm sure they're mates. Mm-hmm. And it was like, y'all uniforms are ugly AF or something. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, actually did see that. Yeah. yeah. Then they, clapped, they clapped back at him because they were making fun yeah. of the Adidas uniform. Did they see like Powder Puff Girl? Powder Puff Girl. Powder Puff Girl. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, like, I did see someone call funny. the, because like there was a 
shot of women's marathon they had like the different colors and somebody said i didn't know um nike was supporting the teletubbies or something because they're like the same colors as the teletubbies <laughs> wait so <laughs> is adidas funny. doing the same thing though because nah. no well adidas oh. has like the white and then You're it right, goes actually. to like navy and then there's like the white that goes to like orange how did i say they have always they have like weird. three different colors they've always been like, weird where they have one main one which this year seems to be the white and the light blue one but then they have kind of slightly different ones that they give to certain people and i just have no idea why like noah lyles and grand hall i usually get different ones yeah i, I get what you will chant you yeah. get i will say though it was a very colorful you know like everybody was wearing even if you're nike adidas whatever you were it seems like everybody was wearing a different uniform i do like the other kit though the white yeah. and black and blue I, li- I like the white the and blue one. The white and blue one. Yeah, the, I like that one. I don't, I don't mind um, that one. I like Scott, Scott, Scott Forbalt's jersey. Oh, that <laughs> was personally. Yeah, he, he Sean McSwain yeah. wore that yellow kind of horizontal thing last year, so I wonder if it's similar to that for track. What, there'll be a bunch of different colors? Yeah. That would be interesting. Because I did see um, photos of people race like training and similar stuff like would they just colors. give you like different colors and yeah it, I whichever mean, one you want to wear you know like what yeah. are you feeling today Should we, i asked you about it and i remember him giving me an answer but i i can't remember i thought it answer. was because he had the world lead or yeah, something that, that's what... but the thing is he kept um wearing it usually even after he didn't he did, lost the world lead like pretty long well, ago. well do you get it like it. here you had the world lead this is yours now do whatever you want well it, it might be like he got it because he's got the world lead going into three and he could wear it whenever he wants because i yeah. know like for example if you had the world championship kit like christian coleman and you didn't compete um for like a, a while he can't you could still wear the world championship <clears throat> kit yeah yeah um, i don't know it, it probably doesn't matter <laughs> yeah yeah um It'll be interesting to see what happens in track because yeah, yeah. things are more on the roads often it's kind of confusing track things are more predictable or things make more sense i, I mean guess. shout out to our kit we actually have no kit we're going naked um, <laughs> <laughs> i thought you know you know you've got to be natural about it and uh we're going to go completely naked so environmentally friendly yeah and, and apparently it's going to bring attention to the sport and people are going to go watch attention. it so hashtag good for the sport hashtag yeah. good for the sport yeah sport. it but, is cool when there are jersey alterations based on like performances from something mm-hmm. kind of like in cycling if you're like cycling does it the if best. you're world champ if you're a national champ you get all these like yeah stripes and and there's a that cool like that would be super cool, cool because they have the opportunity to they have all their sponsors and the base layer of their uniform so you when they wear the slightly different uniform whether it's like the world champs jersey or national jersey they still have all their sponsors and the similar logos and stuff in it so you can still tell that it's like it's the team one, but just slightly different. And you get to wear it for the whole year. So that's going to yeah. be pretty sick. That'd be really... I mean, that does kind of happen out sport, but it's not the same. So maybe but one day. Wasn't this like... I think the first... I don't know. I could be completely wrong. But the first person that try, that did that was Centro one year at Pre. When you wore the Jordan did? one. Yeah, yeah, it was like... The, that was actually kind of cool. Was so the, the Jordan, it was like... I think it was like pink and green or something. I don't pink know what it yellowy, was. Yellowy, green. Yeah, yeah, it was like... Kind of sick actually. that was a sweet little collaboration that they were doing yeah yeah but, but then they never did it again so like i don't know if did you run bad like well, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know you know like possibly possibly but is there anything else from boston or is that it nice little recap nice weekend of running pretty cool to see the the whole sport come together and you know just focus on one race and it's, it's very exciting but moving on from that we have a topic that we know Ollie really wants to talk about. There was some news announced to the, the world yesterday. So for those who don't know, we're racing the Penn Relays next week, 
which shout out to us. Our next podcast will actually be at Penn. We're doing it like there. So that'll be really cool. But it's been publicized for three months, maybe longer, because On is a sponsor of it. And they wanted to set up this big four by mile, go for fast times, et cetera, et cetera, make an exciting race. Unfortunately, the field isn't looking as good as it once looked. But yesterday it comes out that at the Oregon Relays, which I suppose must be this weekend, the Nike boys <laughs> are putting together their own attempt at the at the world best or world record, whatever you want to call it, in the four by mile. And everyone was just roasting them on Twitter. And it's one of those things where you can kind of see it both ways, but everyone's just like, why the heck are you guys not racing at Penn against the on boys? Because that would be an absolutely amazing race. So, Ollie, do you want to give your thoughts on that? Oh, yeah. Um, well, first off, all the boys on that advertisement I love. I love them all. They're really great guys. And I don't know, like, obviously there's gonna, there can be, like, a disconnect between the people posting that sort of stuff and the athletes. Um, but really, it was fucking so stupid. I, 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 um, I, I lost... That's what a post was annoying. I lost brain cells. Like, I don't know what, like, when the, the whole time you have these guys and you have people coming through a generation that can really make a sport fundamentally better and they are leaving it to go, you know what, fuck it. We're not going to race at Penn. We're not going to make things exciting. We're going to follow lights around a track at our own track in Haywood. We're not going to leave anywhere. We're not going to have any sort of resilience to do anything other than just do a time trial like we always do at Haywood, super controlled, like... It, that's what that's 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 the emotions I had. That's the thoughts that I had in my head. And you know yeah. what? Like the reaction when you see something like that, particularly in my or in our position, is going to be like that. And then I was able to readjust resources. Like, <laughs> well, okay, like you know, they might be doing a workout. They might be doing something else. This might be better for their schedule. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like I know for a fact that we, like Steve and others from on, would reach out to these guys to try. We would and get have them absolutely loved to have them there. Yeah, <laughs> and that would have been a great treat. Whether we win or lose against them, it makes people excited about the sport because they either Cole Hawker Cooper teardrop fans, um, Matt Windsor fans, James West fans, or they're on fans, and like that's what you want in the sport. You want that collaboration of rivalry. Yeah, and yeah. they're <laughs> literally letting it go for the easy route. It, that's what it looks like. I'm not saying that they have any control on it because I really like them and I think they are great individuals and great athletes and great people. But seeing that post, I lost brain cells. I got really angry. I almost punched a drywall because <laughs> I thought the amount of times that we've looked at things and like, this would be sick if we got everyone together, we'll do stuff, you know, you, yeah. you want to like have the rivalry and they're literally just choosing to do a time trial at Haywood. They'll probably run fast. They probably will run a world best, not a world record, which is what they said, because they cannot run a world record. They have James West on their team, who is a British guy. The one thing I give credit to our people that endorsed our race is that they said world best, because we cannot break a world record. True. Um, I was pretty annoyed about it, yeah. but I also know that like there are all these other factors that I don't know about that made me readjust <clears> my head, but I was fucking pissed. And yeah. that's probably going to either make me run a 348 mile um, <laughs> at Penn to make sure that we secure the bag, or, or it's just going to make me feel less, like, it's just going to make me feel more defeated about the sport because I feel like no matter what we could do, like, I feel like we can't do anything. Yeah. We can't do anything to push 
to get you can't force way, them to you can't force them to come race you. You can't push the sport into a way in which there's a bit more head-to-head -head competition, a bit more rivalry. George, you probably fucking scared them off after Milrose, so we can't race them again. <laughs> uh, they're gonna completely avoid us because you fucking embarrassed them at Milrose. So now we have to deal with this, where they're gonna do their solo races at Hayward. The only time I get to race these guys is probably at Worlds. Like yeah. Anyway, that's the, that's my reaction. Man, you went Damn off way time. more than I thought you would. <laughs> um, I knew that you were gonna go up a bit, but no, I just I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand why it is these two individuals particularly are big, big, big influences in our sport for a right reason. They earned like they earned their positions to be where they are, and I mean it could be Oregon's just setting that up, but I feel like they have power to say, hey, can we get a pen? Can we like race these guys? This would be good for us, not just going for a really fast time, but also to learn like the tactics of other teams, other members, have fun, be a part of the sport where everyone's together. They're gonna do a solo four by mile by themselves. And then the comment, the outlandish <laughs> comment saying, we reached out to the college and pro teams, no response with a shushy face. That was the, that was what Oregon track and field <clears throat> tweeted, which was, by far the worst part of it, I think. Oh, I just how smug their tweet I'm was. I'm actually very, very. <laughs> I was con I was convinced it was a joke. Yeah. I there's no way I thought that was serious. I'm very proud to be a Badger because I know there's no way Wisconsin track and field would ever do something like that. It's That's just stupid. it's objectively not good for the sport. No yeah. hashtag not good for the sport. It doesn't That's the end of my rant. There's no argument about it. That was solid. It's a good rant. Again, nothing against the guys. I love them yeah. and I think they're great athletes. But I think that whole situation on Twitter, like it just knocked me around and I had to reassess and like, well, calm down, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> we it's we fine. proved at Milrose that the rivalry that we had was ultimately good for the sport. Yeah, like, well, that was, like, this is one of the biggest races of indoors just yeah. because of the rivalry between like two Nike guys. And then in their first pro race, it's like getting huge hype. And actually, that was the one, the time that they didn't time trial. That was pretty sweet. They showed up to a big race. Yeah. A lot of hype. And the way they responded after the race, too, was awesome. Like, Cooper and Cole, I, I got good head on their shoulders, and I think they learned a lot from that race. You learned a lot from that race. Win or lose, it's good for the spectator. It's good for the sport. It's good for the environment that people want to see. And now you have. Penn relays, you have Oregon relays, you have two separate relay events, and you're not going to have any clash. You're just going to have two people doing time trials. Wait, so is it just them, then? I mean, who else is going to go? No one's going I to Penn. I imagine no one is going to be close to it. I imagine well, no, I'm just saying, like, race. is it just them? I'm, I don't know, actually. I'm maybe sure that's why Newberry Park dropped out. I'm sure there's other there could teams. Be a, maybe they're an Oregon college yeah, team. I'm sure there'll be other teams in it, but I doubt there's anyone that's yeah. going to be trying to run as quick as them. But, yeah, I'm trying to think who to blame. I don't want to just, like, throw Ben... What's our nickname for Ben Thomas? Ben Thompson. Thompson. Ben Thompson. <laughs> I don't think it's... I, I think... <laughs> I think it is. Well, so... I'm, I'm I prepared to put quite a lot of blame on him. I, I reached out to Matt Wisner about it. Great so guy. Like, so, yeah. Just had him on the pod. <laughs> yeah, we actually had him on last week. Like, we actually love all these guys. Yeah, they're Wait, great so guys. Did he know about this last week? Because if not, that would have been a good topic. I'm not sure. A talking point. I'm not sure. Didn't Maybe he knew it was in the works, but it wasn't confirmed. But... That. So the way he said it is pretty much that... The boys are racing at that meet and then they're like hey let's like do this do this other relay thing which could be cool as a workout and so it kind of just came together which clearly i guess it didn't just come together if they've been because they they rich told us that they've been talking about it for like at least a month because they reached out to Ritz, right yeah but 
it seems like it wasn't a massive deal for them, but then just the way it was put out by like the Oregon <laughs> track and field page, I think I have, I have made an issue it seem like a really big deal. And actually, they did make that flyer thing for it yeah, and everything. Yeah. So yeah, there is the little, the little, there is like a bunch of steps. stuff that's being put behind it. No, so I guess it did become a big deal. But for the actual boys themselves, which yeah, we can't stress enough how much we we love them. I don't think it's a massive deal. For I them. think it's the Oregon Oregon Twitter. Yeah, I, Oregon Twitter and whoever's running that show. That's who we're blaming. Hashtag bad for sport. <laughs> yeah. Ben Thompson, I don't know his motives. Um, I know ben the Thompson. boys. What are your motives? I know the boys are like, <laughs> the boys are going to call. Yeah, they're very cool. I think they would rise to the challenge. <laughs> we don't win or lose. If they beat us, we beat them. Like, it'd be good. It'd be an amazing race. Yeah. What but no, it's not going to happen. What could have been? It's not going to happen. That dream has died, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so you'll never see that happen. And you know what? We might not even do it again. We might just be like, this, that battle's over. Just time trials from now on until until championship racing. So you can enjoy time trials from now on. No racing. No racing on the track. Just time trials. Yeah, time trials are in. I mean, I feel like They're pretty cool in right the now. Ben Thomas era, that's legitimately like well, what they've the just Thomas done. Area, Thompson area. The or freaking, Thompson, yeah, my bad. Um, uh, Bauman area as well with um, well, just, Jerry Just in general, I, like, I think they were like, even at Hayward, like during COVID, they were just time trialing they like week after week trials. after week. And it worked out really well. And it well worked out really well. They got really fast. And then I guess, yeah, maybe Ben Thompson, just a big fan of the time trials, I guess. This is yeah. just like a fundamental topic that we probably always come back to every few episodes. Oh, but the time trials. Yeah, yeah, about man. trying to, and more just generally about trying to make the sport more entertaining and that stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, you got, you got to get okay. You got Jerry Shoemaker, right? With Bauman. Yes. They do a lot of time trials, but they also give back a lot to the sport with getting people into these races running fast times. Because people go into those races <coughs> wanting to run fast. They do a lot. And Shoemaker lets them in, yeah, right? Let's focus on the time trial part. Lady. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with the time trial That's part, <laughs> then you have Ben Thompson doing the same thing. And it's these guys are amazing. Like they're the American Literally sweethearts. A bunch of the best runners. Coming America. through, the American sweethearts. They're going to be on, you know. CB, like whatever, what's the main channel here in America? NBC. And NBC. They're going to be doing the, they have the American flag like wrapped around them and, and be excited for world, you know, Eugene, home world championships. But you'll never see them like race in a championship race unless. You mean in a, like, non-time non trial race? Yeah, I feel yeah. like you won't see them unless they go yeah. to a Diamond League. Yeah. Which hopefully they will. I could be wrong. Hopefully they do do that and prove me wrong because that'd be great. Yeah. But it seems like now it's time trial, time trial. Okay, you're fit, you're ready to run a world championship race but that's not how it works yeah it does seem like the current playbook for them is time trial usa's worlds or olympics and then diamond leagues after if you're if you if want you, to yeah you're not yeah. you're still alive <laughs> if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but you're not racing against any of these competitors it's the you're lowest priority it's like the lowest priority thing you're which not going to diamond leagues and losing because yeah. like going there and getting third or second oh i didn't win but you learn so much from racing against the competitors you know how to race them you learn a playbook yeah yeah and now i mean imagine just having the Buccaneers or Tom Brady throwing amazing like three yardage <laughs> just with like, I don't know, st stand in people because it's, it's like a time trial event for them just throwing like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, he threw like 3,000 yards or some shit. Yeah. That's I mean, great. I, I believe but you. He didn't I compete against a team that actually gives him pressure and, and does a different thing that he's not used to. In a, in a I, I agree. I, I think head to head and competition is the only way to... <laughs> to make the stars and to make yeah. the storylines that make the sport super time trials, interesting. Time trials are fun. Like, it's cool to see people run fast. And I, I, I would also, if I wanted to run fast and go to a time trial, then that'd be good. But it can't be the 100% the playbook for them. They must be able to 
maybe 50-50, time trial, you know, yeah. competitive racing. I think, Get a what, bit of both, I think what we're saying is that Jerry Shoemaker and, and Ben Thompson uh hashtag not as good for the sport as they could be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they <laughs> yeah. if they got 50-50, those athletes would be freaking cool, man. They'd just yeah. do crazy shit. It's just, it's just the way the sport is though as well because they just don't have the incentives, you know? Mm. Which, that is, is partly the sport incentivizes the wrong things. Exactly. So They can punch one. me in the face. How about that? They, they get annoyed about me saying this. I can, if they do a championship race and they beat me in a race, they can punch me in the face. You guys you guys can be in that too. If you Wait, want. Do, you mean, do you mean it has to be in a... So it's a championship race, no pacer, right? But, 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 not, you say but not you, world. Do you just mean a... Do you, you mean, just mean like, a normal race? Yeah. Do you just mean a race without paces, or do you mean like literally the world? Okay, final? so there's a race like a diamond league, right? And they yeah, go into so a, just a normal league. race. So yeah. like pre. Yeah, they go into pre. Yeah, they probably race. Cole Hawker. Cole Hawker. They probably race. They probably have to race. They probably probably have to race the finale. But say they run a pre, and there's there's not like there's no it's just more of a conflict, right? And they beat me, they can punch me in the face. Okay, so that's Okay, so if you're he's throwing out the gauntlet. If you're your name is Cooper Tier or Cole Hawker. No, no, Cooper no Cooper Tier dropping Hulk Hawker can do it. Okay. Wait, wait, what? That's his, that's his nickname. That's the okay, I, dude, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so if you guys beat Ollie at pre, and I assume in whatever race you guys are going to be in, you have the honor, the absolute <clears throat> privilege mm-hmm. of laying a haymaker on that pretty little <laughs> wait, face. What do you get out of this? Uh, well, you know, I'm a big, big fan of self-loathing. So <laughs> if I lost, yeah, then just, they would, they would get a win-win. I'd get that someone punch me in the face get and they get the redemption of. Yeah. <laughs> what, what if they? What if they see your name on the list again, like at Murrows, get scared, decide to do the three K again, and and then but Jordy's against, there. against <laughs> yours truly. Well then, it, then they then they got to watch their back the last twenty minutes. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I just I don't know. I just love to see. I did love to see. Um, Holcocker and Cooper G drop more in the racing schedule. I, don't, I haven't seen them much. Yeah. Wait, what are I, your guys' nicknames for them? Teardrop and what do you mean, Cole Nick, Wait, wait. What do you mean nicknames? Or I mean actual names. Actual names. Yeah. Yeah. Well, names, yeah, well, uh, yeah. Names, Who is this? Bro. I'm not good with the coffee club lore. Like what? Well, ben Thompson be. coaches Cooper Teardrop and Hulk Cocker. Yeah. Get it right. Come on, Carlos. Yeah. Right. I'll, I'll be better. I'll be better. Get shit together. Um, <laughs> anything else that we want to say about that? Or I feel like we said a lot. No, we said a lot. And also, again, <laughs> we're, we're we're emphasizing we love these guys and they're great. But these are our opinions on. We're like, just ranting. We just want. Just we want more. We want more excitement. So and everyone go boycott Oregon relays and yeah. come to pen. Come to pen. Seriously. I mean, people turned out for that five k that they did, and there was like a good fan engagement there, which is which is good too. There's more people coming out to to see yeah. track and field. That's well, as you said, like, they're a couple of like the biggest, the biggest names in American uh, running right now. Yeah, more distance running. Yeah. Running. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, laughing I think we said our piece there. I think I think <laughs> I think we did well. <laughs> I don't think I covered it enough. Let yeah. me go back. <laughs> let, me, let me go back to the start. No, I'm kidding. All right, but uh, so moving on from that, we don't really have any other big, big, big topics to talk about, but we do have a bunch of Q&A that we uh, want to work through. And these are more <clears throat> quicker Q&A questions, more roundtable, fun discussion stuff. We have Carlos here, so we'll have some fun with them. So thank you again to everyone who sent all the Q&A in a few weeks ago. We, we have a lot of questions to go through, but we'll just start off with Mr. Peter sending, who would win in a beer mile and time predictions? <laughs> No, Morgan would lose. I would definitely lose. <laughs> Morgan would I've, definitely I've lose. I've tried to do a beer mile one time in my life and I gave up on the second lap. I think George or mm. Carlos. I feel like Ollie. I feel, no. I feel like I feel Ollie. Like Ollie. <laughs> Ollie's I, just out here being humble. No, I, I, I know. I, I, I mainly because like, I know beer is 
completely different than like a big ass burrito, but I've seen this man scarf down a spicy <laughs> big ass burrito and like three hours later run three fifty six here in Boulder. So yeah. like his stomach can handle anything. And imagine like. if Ollie had recently gone through a breakup or something. Oh my similar. god, bro. Like, the, the, <laughs> angst, the angst helps Ollie really well in normal races, but I think in a beer mile especially because he, I think it's a it helps you get your feels it, when it helps, it helps <laughs> Just, just a little tidbit about Ollie. He he drinks more beer when he's sad. Oh so, yeah. <laughs> so if he was in the right. Oh, the red, red wine too. Yeah. Red wine, I think, is the most. Uh, I remember I got broken up. Oh, I think I had something going on, and I went and sat. It was like minus, oh, minus like twenty degrees in Madison. I had a jumper on. I grabbed a bottle of wine from Trader Joe's. I went and sat on the couch out in the front of the porch and sculled it all in like five minutes. Sounds about right. Cried and then I went to bed. <laughs> and then the next morning I felt great. <laughs> Wait, what about, uh, remember that one time I bought a six pack of beers? I was really excited to have one. And then something happened with Ollie's loved one. Uh, yeah, they were gone like a couple hours later. <laughs> and, then about, and then about two days after that, he ran 351. Yeah, then he <laughs> ran 351 at free like a couple days later. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> I still owe, I think I still owe Carlos a six pack. Yeah. Although I owe, I think, I, Dude, I think everything I've owed in alcohol, I feel like I paid back. For the gala, 100, yeah. 100, 100%. Yeah, I think that I think, gala was. Oh, dude, I, I, do you want to get back to the gala? That's what about. We only has to get a beer mile because he would just. How about it. a time prediction? What's the what's the wood record? It's it's crazy. Can you drink Peronis? You can drink. It has to know. be in a bottle, but like a Peroni bottle, I could yeah, drink. I think so. I could. I could. There's see. a certain percentage it has to. Do you want Why don't we do a? Um, I don't. But this is this is speculative because we're obviously in the pod, but things come into my head. Why don't we at the end of the season we could film a? That'd be amazing. A coffee club beer. I'll have to go down to see that. Would be pretty. Yeah. I think I think Ollie could break five. What I think the world record is under five minutes. I think it's on. I think it's four twenty something. Dude, it's disgusting. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, people think, train for it. I think. It, wait, it's Corey. Do it. Double, Double right? He ran. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he ran the BAA road mile. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think Ollie can break the world record. I have really? hundred yeah, percent. If he trained for it, I would believe. Just that. gotta get the chugging a little bit better, but. I mean, I, I would hundred percent be down. We could do a coffee club beer mile. Actually, and, wait. Uh, yeah, you are pretty bad at chugging, if I remember correctly. Remember, we were playing horse. And I did the whole shotgun to LaCroix and he couldn't do it. Yeah, but it was a LaCroix. LaCroix <laughs> is extremely It was the, the, shot, the shot, yeah. Was, did you know that um, after, this is such a random fact that came into my head, I was watching the, the mile from the Boston Marathon thing and Johnny Gregorak, he has all these accolades and the way that they describe him, they said, I think they said he's a local and they didn't say like world, world champs, they said world record holder in the blue jeans mile that is pretty sweet so that could be you that could be like yeah BMI world record holder that'd be pretty lining legit. up in the olympics yeah actually also the BMI world oh record dude holder. i'd love to get to the world final and that would just be the comment under it like you know how they have like really like yeah. notable things it's BMI. but yeah. um hey, no we, we could we give good. it a crack see how it goes not yeah. promising anything but it'd be fun yeah so always taking dumb i am running really quick I, I, we, we, I feel like we do get it oh okay it depends I is it current, current, current shape or like, <laughs> do we get out of shape for it? And then we go at it. We'll be Cause hungry. I feel like if we're all out of shape, I don't know. I, I wouldn't bet against myself. <laughs> That's fair. Just level the playing field. Yeah, no literally. training allowed. No training allowed. <laughs> yeah. I could see that. Um, this I'd is... love to see a, oh, sorry. I'd love yeah. to see a Carlos George kick down the last 200 meters. <laughs> and then you just see them just yak. <laughs> Wait, have you guys tried to do one before? I've never done one. I've never done one. It's no. a very different. It's just really hard. Yeah, yeah I bet. It's really hard. And no, they, also, I'm just a pussy. So. They started this, um, <laughs> this tradition at 
you know, you the last few years, um, the the people on the team that don't go to NCAA's the night before cross I'm talking about, they do a Mike's Hard Mile. That sounds fun. That's and funny. I didn't realize a lot easier, what about the sugar like content, Mike's Hard like. Lemonade? But then I also it took me like a couple of years to realize it wasn't Mike's Hard as like Mike Smith, Shout like Mike's Mike Smith. Hard yeah, Mile. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. It took me a while to realize that. Thank God, thank God, Mike Smith got mentioned right. in the pod. I was like worried he wasn't going to mention this week. He snuck I was in. really worried he, he wasn't going to mention this week. Um, but what about the sugar content? Because that must not be good. Yeah, well, they're not even. Are they even carbonated? It's probably really easy. I don't, I don't know. even know if they actually I, always they, use Mike's Hard. They have to be. They just call it the Mike's Hard Mile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But well, so I never, but I was always across, so. Oh, I feel I like lemonade too. Oh. I think it'd be easier than beer though, man. Wait, are you kidding me? Like it's all acidic and stuff. That would be terrible. Is it's like drinking apple juice and then going out and running. Yeah, but know, it's not carbonated. Oh, I guess that's true. The carbonated thing, that's like the hot sauce thing. Is it not carbonated? Yeah. I, I kind I don't of think so. I think it might be, but maybe not. Oh well. All right. We'll have to try it. Mike Smith got his mention. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I care about. <laughs> Daddy's Daddy Smith. <laughs> Papa, uh, this Papa one, Smith. This one we probably should have said at the Boston Marathon talk, but if you had to run a marathon tomorrow, what time would you run from Jacob? Mm, that would be tough. I think I could break two two thirty five. I think two thirty. Does my foot not hurt? <laughs> no, it hurts. It, no, it, it, it hurts. hurts. It hurts. Oh you God. go up Hawkburg Hill and then the last section of it it hurts. So currently, okay, Downhill. so my, my foot, all right, I'm off to a great start right at mile, up to three miles, I'm feeling great. <laughs> <laughs> my foot starts to hurt right around mile five, and I have to deal with that for the next 21 miles. <laughs> oh my God. I probably, oh, dude, I don't even know. What's a good, like. I think you could break three hours. What pace is three hours? It's a great question. It's not, yeah. it's not crazy. I think is, I it could, that, is it under six minutes? Don't know. <laughs> well, it depends because, like, I feel like my foot pain like gets like worse and worse and worse. Like, so it's like an run. accumulation. Yeah. So I feel like by mile twenty something, I probably wouldn't be able to walk. But like, if I could walk it in, yeah. I don't know. I over. I don't know. For context, my mom, around three hours. My mom's marathon PB is three oh something. And she ran that when she was like fifty something. Okay, if my life depended on it, <laughs> I can break three hours. Like if yeah, I didn't care outside. about walking the next day, three hours. <laughs> okay. Or yeah. ever again. Or ever. Okay, I think I can run a little faster in three hours. I think you could. If it's, is it sea level? Yeah. <laughs> okay, then yeah, yeah, sub three for sure. You always. Um. Oh. Well, we could probably get around two ten tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I honestly I think like, let's be let's be I'd say under two twenty because I don't know how to like I, these boys know me pretty well. I don't know how to pace things. Like, I'll go too hard and then die usually. So, I feel like with a marathon, I, can, I, I don't know how to pace myself for that. So, I'd say if I can get under 220, it'd be a good day. Because yeah, yeah. I'm not trained for it, and I don't think... Wait, wouldn't you just go with the pack, though? Like I would, but I'll, again, like, I don't train... Like, you'd go, with, you'd go with the quick pack. You'd go with, like, the yeah, Elliot Kipchoge pack. I'd be with Kipchoge <laughs> looking at him going, when are you going to kick That's, what, that's what I'm yeah. saying, though, but he died at, like, 210. Yeah. Hmm. He probably goes oh, I mean, unless, <laughs> unless he dies, like, the way he died in L.A., then he <laughs> dies to like two thirty. What happened you know, in like, LA? I remember when I was running with. Uh, he was about to break. He was about yeah. to run thirteen flat and actually ran like thirteen twenty something. Jer- Jerry Shoemaker <laughs> was telling Dathan like, if he wants to go, he should go now. And then I ran a two twenty last eight hundred. And then you, you win. <laughs> yeah. And then I went backwards. Yeah. You yeah. went yeah. backwards. I went backwards. If he wants to go, he should go now. All right. <laughs> 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 Say less. <laughs> the swimming. Um, I I got go under two twenty. Under two twenty would you be a safe safe pick for me. Like I, I like if I had to do it, I think I could do that. I already said mine. You say two thirty five? Under two thirty. Under two thirty five. I could break two thirty five. What about you, George? Right now, you've never get run the run women's run. USA Olympic trial standard. 
Wait, You've never really, really even how you feel 15, like right? yeah. Sometimes I feel good at fifteen. Sometimes you do. Like, no, you look great. You look great all the time. So I, I don't fucking know. But what I'm saying is like <laughs> that would be running the most you've ever run at one time, right? I'm sure there'll be for all of us. Yeah, none of us have run. But like by a drastic amount. Like I've been close to twenty miles. Yeah, that's true. Whereas you've been the, not like the highest you go is fifteen for a one run. So what, what do you think? Fifteen felt pretty good yesterday. Yeah, I reckon I could run. I don't know. Actually. Under 220. I'd say you'd be the same as me. 217. Yeah. I think under 220 for sure. Yeah. No, how exciting would it be if me and George were under 220, but George comes with 400 to go? And I'm like reeling in. I do what? <laughs> You're coming with 400 to go. <laughs> Why is he coming? He's, com- he's coming hard too. Like he's really he's coming behind hard. Him. <laughs> he's coming hard and I'm like just looking looking back at him just going, George, please. <laughs> he's just coming hard sure. home. <laughs> right, Stop right. talking. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's move on. Next I wonder one. if I can still have like textbook George type actions at the end of a marathon. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, bro. Yeah, I think you would. You'd be reeling me in with 400 to go. And I'd be like, I have these shoes. Yeah, alright. 220. Shout out to the on shoes. Sweet. Uh, this one's from Jake. This one is maybe going to be hard for us. What do y'all think you're collectively best at that isn't running? So we've got to think of the collective. Collective? Because there's not really anything that springs to mind. We are all, we're all pretty You couldn't different. say video games because I'm really leading the team down here. Yeah. I would say... But uh, we're not that good at video games though. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> hey, speak like, for yourself. What about board games? <laughs> What about board games? No. I don't know if we're good at those. No. Yeah. Morgan it's is. All, it's all relative. It's Morgan all relative. Um, Basketball? No. no. So you're bad at everything? We're not. <laughs> we're, we're like, individually we're good, but there's always like one weak link. What about, like everything. What about drinking? I'm, I'm a weak link. No, this oh, man yeah. This man literally will drink two drinks and he's like, <laughs> What about, um... Oh, what about Maybe. banter? Banter in general. I feel like we're pretty good at shooting the shit. The yeah, but that's not, a, that's not a... <laughs> I don't just cancel, but yeah. talking shit. Maybe is. eating food? <laughs> we're pretty good at eating. Yeah, we... What about... I mean, like, Carlos is a decent cook. What about cooking? Cooking or eating? That's where my head is going, because I'm trying to think of what we do collectively. Because you've cooked some cool... Running. He's cooked some cool I can meals cook, for us. I can cook Mexican food for yeah. sure, but... So I think cooking yeah. collectively, I think we're good at I think cooking's a nice wholesome answer. Yeah, yeah. a nice wholesome answer. Damn, we're so soft. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is like a, what could be an option if we were cool? Mario Golf. Mm. We were pretty good. Cl- we golf. Oh, I was we golf. We were pretty good at yeah. we golf. And only a little bit. I, I had my Morgan, moments. Morgan was I had my moments. <laughs> it was it was like regular golf. Like I can't play golf because I get so tired. When I play in Hungary, and the same thing would happen in, in we golf. I, I would just be worn out. I mean, yeah, Morgan like having to walk to the next tee in we golf. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. So, I mean, we would play there, and we wouldn't have a couch. Yeah, we oh, would like. Yeah. So we would sit on the rollers. <laughs> so it actually was harder because you'd have to like stand up yeah, from the ground. Is. All right, that was a good one. The final one, which we'll take today, which actually comes from Zack Snyder, our really? other roommate, who's currently at school. What is the most powerful animal Ollie thinks he can beat in a fist fight? <laughs> <laughs> the most powerful animal. I know Snyder's not listening right now, but fuck you. <laughs> uh, I, I think I could take on... I don't know if I could take on Gus. He's been... He's been, he's been Gus could me. take a lot of hits. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I'd get worn out. Yeah. The most powerful animal. I don't even know where you start with that question. I, I would say... I think you have to start from the bottom up. And then like, like kind real of, animals, or can we include like mythical ones? Why not? Well, Dude, mythical, mythical ones will fuck me yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, okay, true. Um, I was thinking more like Fantastic Beasts. I went to that. Mm. Like, of course you did, nerd. Um, 
I, I mean, I was gonna say that's facts. I was like, bro, like I, I don't know. No, I, I, the platypus one. Like, so, so, so. <laughs> okay, uh, do you think that you could beat a deer in a fist fight? I literally was just thinking deer. with the antlers. Yeah. No. No, no antlers. What about no antlers? That would be an interesting fight. A tough one would be a kangaroo. I was about to say a kangaroo. What about wombat? Wombat would be easy. Wombat, you are not gonna wombat. punch you. Wombat's a freaking sturdy, bro. Wait, what are wombat? Oh, uh, really? When I, th- when I thought of wombats, I actually thought of a bat. I was like, yeah, good luck trying to fight it in the air. What about coyote? You could no, you could beat one. the shit out of a coyote. Yeah, you could. Yeah. They're, They're like small. tiny. Bobcat? Mm, maybe. Probably not. I, you know, bobcats are tiny. All right, let's, let's, do, the, like, let's do the hard ones. What, what, what about a mountain is, lion? If I'm like, like no, no, my no, life depends he, on that. No, you, you're, you die. You're losing that. Whoa, you actually, you lose I'm, that. That dude killed the wombat. Yeah, he didn't know there's wombats around there. He killed a mountain lion up in the T really. A couple years ago. Okay, does he have like No, no, fist fight though. Yeah, that's what you gotta bring up. It is a fist fight, so they probably can't bite. No wrestling. Yeah. They probably yeah. No, no, no. You can wrestle. That is a fist fight. But you just can't bite. You just think. No, you can bite whatever. You literally just no weapons. Okay. You can't use rocks. Literally just straight up just knuckles. I would say let's let's leave it at um, somewhere between bobcat and mountain lion. <laughs> <laughs> what about a horse? If I don't go behind nah, it, nah, horse would rinse there. you. They just gotta they just gotta kick you one time. I just gotta take out its knee and then it's gone. A cow. It's true. I don't know how you take a cow. Yeah, cow. Sheep. Sheep. <laughs> sheep. Sheep. A goat. I mean, I get too romantically involved with the sheep. I think. I <laughs> uh, no, I, I honestly, I, I think a slightly bigger bobcat. Let's 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 stay at coyote and bobcat. Dude, coyote, like, you'd beat the shit out of coyote. Like they're literally <laughs> tiny and they're like skinny. Then give me, give me an animal that we think I, I could potentially have a good fight with. That yeah, we think a bobcat, uh, like a, a like a bigger bobcat. Okay, well that's like a mountain lion. No, 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 no. Mountain lions are like as long as this goddamn table. Like they're fucking massive. Yeah, yeah but have they? Huge. But, but ha- like, but like, bobcats are probably like this big. Big ones are probably this tall. The thing is, maybe because they were all over the house. Like I'm, like the part of Arizona I'm from. Mountainous, you'd see like a bobcat out in the yard. Really? And you just keep the dogs inside. But I'll, oh, yeah, like, like, black, I'll be jacked black, up on Mountain Dew. So. Yeah, I would. No, you'd get rent. You'd get rent by bear. a black bear. That'd be crazy. Because black bears are like the small ones, but, but, but still, yeah, they're like. I just don't think you could do any damage. Just with give your me fist enough. Just give me enough yeah. Mountain Dew. And his his claws. <laughs> his claws. He'd swipe once. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No bears. No lions. Bobcat. Bobcat. What do we say on deer? I feel like deer is more powerful than bobcat. I'll take on a deer, though. I think you can beat a deer. Because like, it's just different. Well, you just have to hold the antlers. Yeah. Like, if you, like, that's about it. <laughs> you have to watch out for the antlers. Because you could punch a deer in the face and probably do some good damage. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, if you hold what the about antlers, a kangaroo? you can literally just... Kangaroo? I mean, they're built to box. My, my mate got his hip fractured from a kangaroo, so I don't know. Really? Yeah, he's pretty fucking built. Yeah, so powerful. The, the muscly ones, the red kangaroos? I could take on a grey kangaroo, but the red kangaroo could fuck me up, probably. Yeah, you could be a wallaby. A wallaby could kick one of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, thank you to Snice for that great question. <laughs> we'll have to see what he was had in mind later today when he gets home, because I'm sure he had something in mind when he wrote that question. 100%. Snyder will be all over it. Yeah, but that's the end of our Q&A. I think that's it for today. Anything mm. else we want to talk about? No? Carlos, thank you very much for coming on today. I think yeah, thank you for dragging me on here again. Yeah, we had to force Carlos to come on just so everyone knows. But, uh, He's yeah. literally chained to the chair. We it, <laughs> in, in return, we'll have to watch all of Suns Game 2 tonight. Yeah. yeah. It's tonight? Yeah, it's tonight. Let's go. Yeah, Suns and four, baby. Suns and four. Yeah, Wait, well, what Suns. was that great quote you said <laughs> oh, earlier yeah. today? If you, if, you can't, uh, yeah. if you didn't want me at Suns and nine, then you can't have me at Suns and four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's our house motto for today. But... Yeah, thank you to everyone for listening. That's episode 31. See you guys next time.